1: I didn't know it went back quite that far. I thought this was a more recent Sean McVay. Uh, no, battle that was a while No, yeah, that was a while back. And, uh, Mason,
2: I like Morales reading the text. You've lost a friend. <laughs> well, there's
1: so much drama leading up to that. I, I've had friends that you kind of fall out of touch with, yeah. and it just the the friendship kind of fizzles. Yeah. But I don't know if I've ever had a friendship that just we were friends one day and we weren't the next because of a thing. Have have you ever had that? So I got a
2: buddy of mine who I think it's kind of similar. Just look over time. There's certain people that and I consider him a friend, but I also don't talk to him very often. I also don't text him very often. It happens. Yeah. Takes it so personal. Oh, really? Yes. What did you do to him? I didn't do anything. Um, the guy had- Maybe and, that was a problem. <laughs> no, it is the problem. It is the problem. The problem is that I guess he feels like, but this is so funny to me. Um, when somebody says to you, you know what? You don't reach out. You don't do this. You don't do that. My man, you're not reaching out to me either. That's no, two way street. It's not like you're reaching out to me and I'm avoiding not texting you or calling you back. I've done that. Kind of works both ways, but that's okay. If if somebody was actively reaching out to me and they were like, "Hey, you're an a hole. You don't reach out to me," I would say, "You're right." Like I can that. see that. But the other side
1: of it is, you're not reaching out to me, and I'm supposed to. Yeah, I just sometimes I'm just good. <laughs> like I, just, I feel like I've mined that already, and I'm I've I've decided that I don't need to do it anymore. I just, but not over Sean McVay. I've never lost a friend over me. You want to have to ask Mace about this? Well, we'll have a super cross talk coming up here, yeah. a little bit less than one hour from right now. Um, I don't know if this qualifies as a senior moment or whatever. I was telling you guys this a second ago. I uh, s- segment ends, and you know, so you and I sometimes will kind of hightail it to the men's room to kind of, you know, pretty much every break. Yeah, yeah. a lot. Um, I get all the way down there. And I realize I don't need to do that. I meant to walk to the kitchen to get a glass of water. I just went to the wrong place for no reason. I, I think it might be a cookie hangover. It could be a lot of different things. Yeah, a couple
2: questions there. So when you, did you enter the restroom? Yes. Okay, so you get into the restroom. So at this point, are you saying, well, I'm already here. I'm going to wash my hands. I don't need to wash my hands. Like, do you do something just I, in case if somebody else is there so that you don't walk in and then all of a sudden decide when you make eye contact with somebody else that you're now
1: exiting the
2: restroom without washing your hands? I had
1: gotten further than into the restroom. I had gotten to the point where I- You did, had stall? I was getting ready to unbuckle. And I'm like, I don't need to use the bathroom. What are you okay, doing? Okay, no, here? that's
2: crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's I, crazy. Like, I didn't and know not
1: that. like sometimes, you know, like to you, safety first, right? Yeah. Nothing. Just, I don't. I don't need to do this. And I walked back, and he just walked out, and came back in back here, and, and, told, and then told Emily them. and Taylor like yeah. I'm officially losing my mind. I heard
2: you telling the story in there, and in my head,
1: I was just kind of like, I don't know what to do for him. I don't know how I could help him in this situation. You could just just make sure that if it gets any worse like you send someone out to look for me cuz next I could walk to Starbucks and never come back. You just have to make sure that I always Where's Trav? A, Honestly, you know I have do? no idea. I'm gonna, I really I can't do have with no you idea cuz you're a pixel guy. I'll share my location with one of you people so you you'll always know where I am in case I wander off. Well, Pixel has internet. <laughs> Yeah, but I can't shoot on the iPhone. I can Send shoot. A it's pin. Just, it, you know.
3: Yeah, it's so much simpler when you have all the same yeah, iOS. Yeah, yeah, it really you does just have. got your green oh, bubble do? and all that stuff. Do you share what your I
1: location do. with anyone? Uh, Susan and the kids, I do. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. And his State Farm agent.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> the friend season. that you've uh, not talked to anymore.
1: Yeah. I'm not kidding you. I still well, struggle.
2: People take these personal, and I'm like, I didn't even know. I I didn't know you were even feeling those
1: emotions. Until <laughs> you send me a text, reasonable. tell me you're feeling those emotions. I'm still stuck on your green bubbles. I I, I haven't re-added you. It still comes in as just your phone number, and I have to sure. scroll back to see who it's from sure, and sure, to, for sure. context clues. Yep. It bothers me a lot. I'll be okay. And it it bothers me that it doesn't bother you. I think that's like the the, the higher level of botherness is that okay. it doesn't bother you.
2: I will tell you this. Now having the phone for a couple of months, everything's fine.
1: Not you know, for everybody.
2: Well, I and you, I can't help everybody. I can only help myself on this. Um, in the beginning, it was really tough. Like, what the heck is going on here? But over time, it's a phone. It has apps. You make calls.
1: Not all of them. And the world continues. <laughs> Not all of them. Uh, the Lakers tried to do what they've been doing for, what, three weeks now? They have a game in hand. All they need to do is close it out, just play a good 40 seconds a minute or so of of smart heady aggressive basketball difference is they finally won again yeah the difference is is that they didn't it went to overtime again but instead of losing in overtime they found a way to win in overtime but the last what 45 seconds maybe a minute minute and a half was so end of laker gamey that it was infuriating so i'm gonna
2: Actually, will we'll, I'll go down on this one's gonna be a little bit different, but for me, um, I actually have some legitimate concern about the Lakers now, and I and I think
1: now, yeah, you what know, I, changed. Um, Just I was waiting time? for
2: AD to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody in the West is running away with anything. Um, I like the Rui deal. Rui was actually nice yesterday, eight of 12 from the field, I think 18 and nine, something along those lines, and they started him. Um, but last night. And, Trav, it's not like I can make some excuses for the Lakers, but the problem is you're running out of time and you're running out of excuses. If they'd have lost yesterday to the Knicks, who had the final possession of the game and could have easily won the yeah. game after they were up six, they'd have been six games below 500. Now you're getting closer back to, remember they started the season out 2-10? and It would have been the closest they'd been to when they were eight games below 500 than they ever have. My concern with the Lakers is this. LeBron's playing great. AD just came back. Uh, Lonnie's back in the lineup. They're the healthiest they've really been a long time. They're going to get Austin Reeves back soon. Um, They go make a trade for somebody that they really need, a 6'8 wing. What really I think is concerning me about the Lakers right now is they're so bad at the end of games. The good teams around the league, that's when they're at their best. Sure. That's when they say, hey, two minutes left to go. This squad is lucky that that they're still in the game against us. Let's close it out. That's what we do. We close out games like this. And for the Lakers, it's it's actually kind of funny. Mark sent this he said that, he texted us, he said, "Why do I feel like I just ran a marathon watching this game?" And I think every Laker fan there was you were exhausted by the time overtime was done as if we were playing in the game. The Lakers I don't know what they do at end of games. And, Nothing. And and it starts it's already cost them some games. You could look and say, yeah, but Al, this, that, it has cost of them some games. And even if it's cost them two or three games, that's that could be the difference of making the playoffs and not making sure. the playoffs. So last night was a win that they desperately needed. It was a, against a Knicks team that's, you know, a little couple games over 500, but it was a very frustrating game by the time it was all said and done because... I
1: don't know what's going to change in some of these end game situations. That part's really concerning. Well, that – okay, yes, I agree with that last thing. But what should change is the coach should call some plays. The coach should call some timeouts. The coach should get some guys on the floor who understand how to execute end-of-game situations and why LeBron is doing it the way he is, why AD is doing it the way – these guys have been around a long time. They should be doing better than they are. The problem is he just lets it go. And it keeps going badly. They they got pretty lucky last night, quite frankly. They got They, they, lucky. they, they got lucky yeah. that, like you said. Should have won
2: the game in regulation.
1: New York didn't win the game at the end. And then, you know, they, they played well in overtime, so give them credit for that. But I'm not even talking about, like, with, with this team, four games under, six games under, to me, it, it's virtually the same, right? That I, I don't know if it's not that, well, now I'm concerned because it's four versus six. Just the eye test on this team. The whole season has been underwhelming. There have been moments where it looks pretty good, but generally speaking, here you are, two-thirds of the season completed, and they're still at the bottom of the Western Conference or very close to it. They have never poked their heads out of it. They've gotten this guy back or that guy back or this guy's played well on one night, a different guy's played well on another night. LeBron's been pretty fantastic more or less the entire season, and they're still not moving anywhere. The same problem from three weeks ago was the same problem last night there is no indicator that says hey this is getting better mm-hmm. there was a little when ad was going crazy yeah that was hey this is getting better since then not really I disagree with that. I, I
2: think without Anthony Davis, there were moments for me that I thought they were playing better
1: than they should without Anthony Davis. You they didn't had to move s- out of the spot. that's what I'm getting. I'm not talking about like one I'm saying they've been in that spot all season. Longer.
2: So the reason why I say it is, I think they went ten and ten without AD, something mm-hmm. like that. I didn't think they go ten and ten. You're right, they didn't move out of that spot because they did go ten and ten. Right, they were they were 500 that entire way. My my problem with them more than anything else right now is, and I I, I don't I get the Darvin Ham piece of it because that is your head coach and Darvin Ham. One of the things I think players really like about him, guys, I, I'm not going to sit here and hold your hand the entire time. You guys are vets, go do you. Mm-hmm. At the same time, he does that too much in late-game late, late game situations where, Darvin Ham, if there's ever a time against Philly and Russ is fumbling the ball and you don't have a play, call timeout. If a play, uh, we'll go back, I think the Boston play, or I'm sorry, not Boston, um, no, it was Boston where, where Patrick Beverly fouls. He can't do anything about Patrick Beverly fouling, but he could have fouled before so that they don't take a three. There's certain things I put on Darvin Ham. Braun yesterday, I mean, I think this goes back to Braun as well. He's also been in the league for obviously 20 years, he's 38 minutes in. And I think he does things at the end of games because he's freaking tired, I which is which I, is, which is yes. is why you need yes. to run a play, which is why you need to – Call a timeout. And just kind of settle it down. Yes. Guys, we're going to run this set, this, that. Let's at least just get the shot we're looking for. The whole dribbling the ball for a 24-second shot. By the way, there's a minute 30 left, and you're only up six. They're going to get enough possessions to sure. go back the other way. That, to me, is
1: the most frustrating when I watch the Lakers. Well, it's I'm going to go back to dad mode here for a second. Darvin Ham is doing dad mode, which is, hey, I'm going to let you guys figure this out, right? You, you guys have been around a long time. You guys should know what to do, and go ahead. You guys do end-of-game situations. It's like with a parent, like, look, you can do your homework however you want. I'm going to wait for the report card to come in, and then we're going to decide whether or not this works or not, right? If my oldest – no, this doesn't work. Now I'm going to ask you every day, what what do you have to do with your homework? What is it? With Kelly, she did great. Do whatever, you, whatever you're doing, keep doing Sure. It. But when the report card comes in and you're blowing it the same way every single night,
3: I gotta step. that's in. when you I have I to step, step in. It.
1: I have mm-hmm. to say, guys, I know that you've been in this league a long time. I know I'm a rookie, but we can't do this. we why are why are we not defending? Why are we defending the three-point line? Why are we not doing this? Why aren't we fouling? Why are we taking that foul? Why are we taking such bad shots late in the game, even though, to your point, Al, there's going to be plenty of possessions for the other team to get the ball back. This is not just, well, they've been around a long time. Yeah, but they're not winning. They're not doing it correctly. That's the point. Coach isn't there to micromanage every decision that's being made. You're there to kind of readjust it when it gets offline, and it's been way offline.
2: Can I simplify it here? If they're not better, late-game execution, they make the playoffs. Like that, that's, how, that's how a lot of these games are going to come down to. They're, they're going to come down to teams are going to be fighting, positioning, yeah. standings. You're playing Memphis, Golden State, all this stuff. It's as simple as this. They continue to be this poorly towards the end of games – just not going to get into the postseason. Can I throw a number at you real quick? So, Bron's 89 points away from breaking Kareem's record. Yep. Um, I want to apologize to everyone on the show because why two weeks ago I didn't say, guys, we're buying up all the OKC tickets and the Bucks <laughs> tickets. Get in price right now for the—I o- think it's going to happen. He's got, I think, do 29 a game. Yeah, he's, he's 89 back 29 a game so the okc game
1: somebody at 29 30 it's, 28 it's 30, whatever it is 30 breaks it 30 a game breaks it by one right
2: right right okay so the okc game which is three games away so you still got a game against the pacers uh-huh. at indiana at new orleans on saturday uh-huh. and then okc is going to be here at crypto yep um to get in to go see Shea Gilgis and the other 39 draft picks, which, by the way, give OKC credit to playing good. I'm big
1: Josh Giddy guy.
2: Three. Fair enough. Uh, $364 just to get in. And then for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks game, $450 just to get in. Why two weeks ago? I didn't say, guys, let's round up every penny that we have. Let's go buy these tickets.
1: So they play tomorrow yeah. in Indiana, and they play Saturday so in let, New let, Orleans. Let's Are, say is he, does he gonna, 30 is, and 30. Is he going to play in both of those games? Yeah, there's no back-to-backs at this point, so I think he will be. Because there, there's a scenario, un- unlikely, un- unlikely, mm-hmm. there's a scenario he could break it in New Orleans. It's 45 right. a game. Right. It's unlikely, but yeah. it's not crazy. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if, and I guess maybe it depends a little bit on what the score of the New Orleans game is. If yeah. they're up 15 or down 15, mm-hmm. maybe, and he's well, we he pulling back so he can do it here. He, he goes could, off
2: for 90. Well, he could treat that game against New Orleans because it's at the iconic Smoothie King Center. <laughs> it could be the place that he wants to break it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. But you know what would be weird? The only thing that would be odd, let's say he goes 30 and 30, and now he's 29 away. I think the last thing that I want to see is during that OKC game, like he got a, he got 25, and now all of a sudden he's five away, and it, I say that because it's going to happen so quick in the other game that sometimes it being, you're in the fourth quarter, um, it's a little bit later in the game that he breaks it. Yeah. I, what difference does it make? I just don't want to... <laughs> You, you got 25 already in that game. You're five points away. Yeah. Everybody who's there, and there's oh, they're gonna be two going minutes left nuts. to go in the fourth quarter, and then all of a sudden it's like, he didn't break it here. No. He missed two shots, and I, now we're going to do it in Milwaukee. I just
3: drained $360. Or <laughs> that,
1: I mean, that's gambling, I guess. Right? I, I, In a close game, it would be kind of weird if it happens in like a, a game that's a basket or two, right? Yeah. Because... You're just trying to win the game at that point and you've got this unbelievable milestone that's looming over. Whereas if he's five points short, it's yeah. like, well, this is gonna happen in the first quarter. You know it's mm-hmm. gonna happen. You could just sit back and enjoy it. <laughs> if you bought the OKC game
2: and you're in the fourth quarter and he's eight points away and you got six, it's like, oh, that's
1: it's that's interesting. An unbelievable achievement, and it's it feels more national than local to me. It feels like the 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 NBA at large yeah. is super plugged into this. Laker fans feel like they're the next tier down. We'll do that next. I want to talk to you about yeah. that. That's coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
4: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E.
3: Here's another fact in my uh, facts of the day about Tom Brady. Tom Brady's announced his retirement, so here is something the more you know. So, Brady ha- has a 35-13 and 13 career playoff record, which is a .745 win percentage. More than twice as many wins as any other quarterback in NFL history. Jeez. He's also nearly matched the playoff production of any uh, any franchise in NFL history. <laughs> so... The Patriots have 36 uh, playoff wins in the Super Bowl era. They are tied with four teams for the most playoff wins in the Super Bowl era. Sorry, they are one of four teams. There are three other teams with, a, with 36 um, playoff wins. So what are the other three teams?
1: The Niners have to be one of them. Ding? Steelers on there. Ding? Yep. Um, Packers on there. So, okay, I'm not giving this my answer. I want you to workshop this for me for a second. Are the Cowboys on there? Because they had a, the 70s, sure, 80s, run. and 90s. They were they were in it all. And now, they haven't been in it I'd for say 30 no, years. because how long they've been out, but Cowboys won?
3: It is the Cowboys. Yeah, the, yeah. So, the Steelers are 36, the Cowboys I'm have 36, throw another one the in there. are 36, and
1: the 49ers are 36. I'm going to throw another one in there. But, I, no, for the same no, reason. You, you got that's you all. It. That's four. Oh, we got them that's all? That's four. Yeah. No. Yeah. Wait, who did I skip over?
3: So we have the Steelers, Niners. the Cowboys, and the Niners. Oh,
1: it's only three others. Yeah, three sorry. Others. They're totals. one of four. four Do you have the list beyond that?
3: So A No, one? I only have this. So oh. this, this is what the list says. It says Steelers at 36, Patriots at 36, Cowboys at 36, 49ers at 36, and 30 of those Patriot wins have come from with tom brady yeah yep. and then tom brady himself has 35 playoff wins as a tom brady yep. as a quarterback and
1: texans 34 I, <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if the raiders might have snuck in there too because mm. 70s 80s raiders, cowboys i would not have guessed because yeah. they went through such a stretch without but they were in it every year in the 70s they were mm-hmm. in it mostly every year in the 80s they were definitely sure. in it through the first part of the dominating 90s. yep yeah no question all right so LeBron is going to break the record either on the seventh against OKC or the ninth against Milwaukee if he just kind of plays the way he's been playing all season. Yeah. Thirty a game puts him over the mark, and that would happen against Milwaukee. It's an extraordinary event. Mm-hmm. It's it is. I, I don't even know how to put it in the context of other things. That anytime you are the all-time blank, and especially if it's home runs, points, touchdowns, like the the goals. The thing that makes the game win, right? You have to score points to win the game. It is a huge deal. This is a huge deal, and it's being treated like a huge deal. Every time you turn on a Laker game on TNT or ESPN or NBA TV. The
2: LeBron tracker. Absolutely.
1: All-time. You're around it far more than I am. Mm -hmm. Far more than I am. I don't get the sense that Laker fans are counting this down basket by basket that they're waiting with bated breath for, hey, when's it going to happen? Is it get, do you, Like you said a second ago, is it going to happen early in the game where everybody's just kind of getting loose, or is it going to come – is it going to knock down a three to win a game and break the record? Like, mm-hmm. there's, there's all these different scenarios. It just feels like, yeah, when it happens, we're all going to be excited and amazed by it, but it feels more national than local to me. Let me ask you a question. Do you
2: think that individual records – you think people get more excited – when you don't see something coming, I'm going to kind of explain what I'm talking about here. So obviously, I got a long runway. You knew it was going to happen. You knew coming into the We've season, been kind of
1: keeping track of this for the better part of five or eight years. Well,
2: the the coming into this year, there was a lot of hey, it's going to happen around game fifty or forty. Some depends if you miss this, whatever it is. Um, there was a, a game I think a week ago or so. And John Ireland during the broadcast turns around, he says, "Hey, have you seen? Do you see what Dame is doing?" And I had no idea. So I look, Dame had 60, and there's still like a full quarter to go. He had maybe nine threes at that point and or he was close to 60. And all of a sudden, it's like you're glued, and you don't, you, you didn't know what was coming. It wasn't expected. Clay gets the 37 in a quarter. If you know 20 points into that quarter, everybody now is tuning in. Oh, my gosh, something could be happening. I don't know if it has anything to do with this, that there's such a long runway to get there that you're just kind of like, all right, well, if he's 25 games away, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. When he's 20 games away, what do you want me to do? And now that we're within the next week, it's going to get done. Um, I, I I think the attention that it's getting, um, I'm not surprised by it. I think when you think of LeBron James, he didn't play 20 years with the Los Angeles Lakers. You have a, a you have an appreciation and a respect for LeBron James of what he's done to the game and mm-hmm. how he's done it from his first game against the Sacramento Kings, the Game 7 against Cleveland, the Miami years, whether you liked it or not. I think you have an appreciation for LeBron James and what he's done. He helped the Lakers win championship number 17. He tied the Boston Celtics, and he is the main reason because of that. I think at the same time, you're never going to have a connection to Braun like you would for some of these other Laker greats, go look up, you know, you go see the jerseys that are retired. A connection to Kobe, you can't touch. A connection to Magic, you can't touch. A connection with Kareem, James Worthy, even some of these guys that, you know, I, I say Worthy, I'm using Worthy as a, Worthy has a connection to Laker fans. Sure. And I, I think with LeBron, you try as best as you can to, uh, that's, Tom Brady retired today again, but he retired. And instantly in my head, it's like, did I appreciate what this dude was doing every week? I don't know if I can appreciate every week what he's doing when he's doing it. And I think we're going to say the same thing about LeBron James. I think there's an appreciation there, but I think it's a little different.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's very different. It's very, very different it, because of what you said, that LeBron has played for three different teams, four if you want to count Cleveland twice, right? That this is his team that he's probably least identified with, right? And, and and maybe not. Maybe by the time it's all said and done, especially if he wins another championship with the Lakers, maybe the Lakers and the Heat can kind of be on equal footing. But, but I, it, I agree. Between went, the three, the Heatles, that was a thing. Yeah, that was, They went to the finals four years in a row, mm-hmm. right? They went to the, You go to the finals four years in a row, it's a, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. He played with two other transcendent players um, and they were just amazing they, that this is where it's going to happen feels... Like I, I love it's respect, it's admiration, it's all those things, but it's not. Oh my gosh. It's it, it just doesn't have that personal connection the way that if it were Kobe Bryant, it would be different. I, not not better or worse, but it would be just very, very different if it were somebody like that. I and, and you you said something that I hadn't really thought about before. Like it would be different for
2: Cleveland if he was oh, there today and he was sure. about to break that record. For sure it mm-hmm. would,
1: because that's where he that's yeah. where it feels like his team. Like at the end of the day, fast forward 40 years, you're going to think of LeBron sure. as a Cleveland Cav, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way that it's going to go. I hadn't thought about it until you said it like this. This is a record of inevitability. This was going, I remember when I was doing pre and post, saying to Ireland, and th- I haven't done the Laker games in five or six years, saying to him, I said, you know, if LeBron continues to average 25 points a game, He's going to break the record right here. And we're kind of like, yeah. And it wasn't a crazy thing. It, it, he was doesn't get hurt, all, all of these things. like It was just inevitable. It's a long way away, sure. but it was inevitable. For instance, Cal Ripken, when he broke that record, there was always this, hey, look, he could get hit by a pitch and break his hand, and this thing comes to an end every time he goes to mm. bat. It, it wasn't inevitable. It was... Every, A home run record. You're not guaranteed. You could go a a week without hitting a home run. Two weeks. LeBron James is going to score 25 points every night. Maybe once in a blue moon, he'll get 20. Once in a blue moon, he'll get 50. It was more going to be a question of, is he going to be
2: able to play the game? That's it.
1: It was a record of inevitability. And now the finish line is right here, and it's amazing. But there really was never a moment where you thought he wasn't going to get here. And I think that's exactly right. I didn't know if Mark McGuire was going to catch Roger Maris. I didn't know if Barry Bonds was going to catch Hank Aaron. You just didn't know. I didn't know if Cal Ripken was going to catch Lou Gehrig because there was this uncertainty if it could keep going, if they were to get cold, if they would get old, if they would get hurt. LeBron was so con- – that over the last year, and especially over the last couple of months, it's just inevitable. He's that consistent and reliable and good that this was coming, and now that it's here, it's like, well, of course it is. We knew it's been coming for five years. So I'm, I'm going to give – I
2: don't know how much this weighs into it. Maybe it has some way. Maybe it doesn't. The Lakers right now are in 13th place in the Western Conference. That doesn't help either. And and by the way, LeBron has nothing to do with it. AD is not available. And if Anthony Davis is can you tell me, at least from LeBron's perspective, I feel like the man has done his part that usually when we say why the Lakers are not what you're hoping they would be, AD's name comes up because he's not available compared to Braun, who has made himself available. Um, Being at these games since post-COVID and when fans are in there, it's as when Braun does something, it is as um, it's as rocking as the place can get when LeBron James does something, whether he gets a dunk, whether he gets the place rocking. But I think I think there's a lot of times, too, what's the performance of the team look like can also change some of it. The performance of the team is four games below 500. they They're 13th in the West. And maybe if they had the Memphis record or the Denver record
1: or the Sacramento record, maybe it is a little bit different. You know what it is. Hmm. He's too good. It really is. It's just if it, this was never a question of whether he was going to get here. There was a question whether Barry Bonds would catch Hank Aaron. There's a question whether... Cal Ripken, with that just you never really knew for And with LeBron, it's like, yeah, he's gonna do it. Like you took it for granted yeah. that it's gonna happen. It, he's it's gonna just, do it. That only There wasn't suspense. That, yeah. Only something so unforeseen was gonna prevent this from happening. Yeah. And it didn't that he's he's too good. Yeah. I'm just I'm twenty years in and I'm putting up thirty a night and everybody's like, yeah, fine. That's stupid.
2: That is stupid.
1: That he's gonna blow, he's gonna bury Kareem. Mm-hmm. He's gonna score forty thousand points. Oh yeah,
2: no, no, that's no question about. <laughs> right? It. Yep. He,
1: and and it's gonna be like, yeah, that's stupid. And we're just like, yeah, it was cool. Way to go. Top four and assists. Stop, stop. Freddie Freeman was talking yesterday, and Al, I like that the Dodgers are a little bit salty. I'm enjoying Should it. Should be so coming up next. Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. Now let's talk about the play
4: of the week. The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
3: All right, guys. Since this is the last segment before the dump, I'm going to get some of my Tom Brady facts um, out of the way before the end of the show. And there are, the more you know about Tom Brady. All right. So, who has the most touchdowns from Tom Brady? It's
1: got to be Gronk, right? Alan? Alan? Yeah, I think that's the obvious one. How many years did they play together? Well, two in Tampa, mm-hmm. and then however many they had. Let's say it was six It's not going like, uh, to be Welker. I don't really, think it's going to be something like that. Randy Moss wasn't there long no, enough. No, he wasn't. It's got to be Gronk.
3: It is yeah. Gronk, yeah. and it's not even close. Yeah. So it's it's Gronk by a mile, and also because he was in Buccaneers with him, sure. too. So who's
2: it, 11th on that list? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have who's second?
3: Second in the touchdowns is, I have it right here, Randy Moss, 39. Yeah. Randy Moss was. In
1: a, that short period destroyed. of a time,
3: it yeah. oh well, was crazy.
1: He was on that team that went 18 and 0. Yeah. And I mean, he was scoring, it felt like he scored three touchdowns. Best every is when game. he just ran straight. Just, <laughs> just, just ran straight. That I, I, I stole the ball up. How Tom, does, how does this sound? Uh, how about 6'5, fastest guy in the league, jump higher than anyone in the league and really really good at playing football. So
2: he he was wasn't school,
1: open. Yeah, them. I just threw it up.
3: I came out the womb I was ready. <laughs> All right, so I have another one. I have two more and then I'll then I'll set aside. So, this is the, Brady is the fourth player in the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL history to win multiple titer, titles after their 40th birthday. Joining whom? It's three other people.
1: Three other people, multiple titles.
3: Multiple titles after 40.
1: I'm
2: gonna throw, and I have no idea how long he played for. Bill Russell, there. After
1: I don't think 40, he played. To 40. I don't think so either. Kareem, I don't think they were. Oh no, Kareem. Kareem might be on the list. Is Kareem, Kareem? on the list? That yeah. is one. Yeah. That is
3: Kareem Abdul Jabbar.
1: Okay. Um, I, after forty. Gretzky, I don't think had multiple after. Oh, is there? Is there a hockey player on the list? It is not hockey players. It's actually two MLB players. Two MLB. I was gonna say like a Chris Chelios who was played probably he go was back 85. to your um after 40 the guys didn't play after 40 in the mm-hmm. 50s 60s and 70s is it fairly modern
3: i have no idea i don't even know who these people are Uh-oh. so definitely i definitely
1: wally joined yeah up. i don't know so
3: it's jack quinn and enos slaughter
1: enos slaughter
3: so i did not know who taylor either. You t-
2: he was mouthing it to me taylor <laughs> enos the, had of course. It. who was the first one you said
3: jack jack quinn yeah, so, who knows? And the last one is. Good dude. Um, Tom Brady was drafted in the 18th round of the MLB draft in 1995 by the yeah. Montreal Expos. So, he was the last active professional athlete that was drafted by the Montreal Expos. That's a so, good one. Mm.
1: It's cool. Did I you like sir? that. I like that. The Expos, by the way, should be brought back for no other reason. You know what I'm going to say. You, what do I love? What do I get super geeked out for no good reason about?
2: Uh, jerseys? Yes. Yeah, that is a great. They have
1: unbelievable fantastic. uniforms. They I think have of that, that Vlad little M. EMB, mm-hmm. the little logo on their hat. Yep. One of the great hats of all time. They should have Montreal Expos for no other reasons. Just still flying off the shelves. The in Diamondbacks Montreal. should be the Montreal Expos. Just put on Montreal gear and wear that. So the good.
3: Nationals logo is just essentially the Walgreens, Walgreens. logo. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, Arizona's it's, yeah. gear.
1: What Awful. Are they, what are they doing? No, nobody's is worse. What are they doing? Nobody's is worse. Yeah, and you're that, right. And, and that the Expos are just in the dustpan of history. Come on. It sucks. One of my favorites. Well, it's ones.
2: almost like the in the NBA, and I love this, that the Sonics kept all their stuff so that when a team comes back, they could use it. Like the Browns exactly yeah seattle had that's a of all there's so many different types of jerseys that's where i look at in the nba i'm like that's ugly i like the sonics cool They're, colors their gear.
1: cool logo and the, the old one with the space needle not yes the, not the one no. with the basketball that was terrible space needle yep. yeah the space i needle, hope the,
3: i don't have to do this again in a year
1: the jack sigma one is awesome the jack sigma era sonics i'd have to think i'm thinking more uh what's so the way is gary payton and and Dude. sean kemp they they split them. They were in both. Okay. They, not when when they went to the, against the Bulls in the finals. Not those. The cursive logo or the cursive logo you're talking about? The, no, it it, it was kind of like 70s discoy and had a, a a yellow space needle. See what you did when you brought yeah. up the Expos. I just now we're going. Any, anytime we go at uniforms, <laughs> I am like your man. I am your man, Freddie Freeman. Um, I like that baseball guys are starting to talk. Sleep. It means we're getting close to the beginning of spring training and the Dodgers, of course question's always going to be, every guy, I'm sure Max Muncy's sitting at his house wherever he lives right now going, how many times are they going to ask me why this year is going to be different than the other ones? Mm. They all know it's coming, and Freddie Freeman got the question. A lot of people picked us to win that last year, and we had a really, really good team. But um, baseball, I think everyone that knows it's been inside of baseball, crazy things happened. Did anybody think in the 87, or team, Philadelphia Phillies team was going to get to the World Series in 88? Atlanta? Yeah, when Atlanta Braves team is going to win the World Series, you just, that's why we play so many games, and that's why it's eight, nine months long, because baseball is a beautiful sport, and sometimes it can smack you right down, and it did to us last year, but we're excited to get going in a couple of weeks. How sick is he, Kershaw? I don't want to lame the players. Every guy wearing Dodger blue this year going to be sick of that question by the time the first spring training pitch is thrown.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, if he thinks uh, it's just starting, right? <laughs> like, that's going to It started. hasn't started, right? <laughs> no. Um, No, and listen, I I think that they know that that's coming. They know that you can't win 111 games and lose to a team that you absolutely, I think, won 14 of 19 from the Padres during the regular season. So uh, that question's coming. And when you have expectations like the Dodgers, um, I I don't think it's a surprise or anything like that, but they will be sick of it before March 1st even comes around.
1: Why does this feel so different than previous years? Because they, I mean, they won the World Series in 2020, but that's not that long ago it's not that recent either but that catastrophe that yeah. happened last year mm-hmm. seemed to land differently than all of the other failures that they've had along the way <laughs> I th- that it, it, it just kind of changed the look i you you guys can go put together whatever you want just let me know when the playoffs start my feeling has been that since they lost last year but it yeah. feels like it's kind of in the universe for everybody. Like, I don't want to hear who you got, who you didn't get. Just let me know when October gets here and let me know why it's going to be different. I think there's. last year was different because
2: you do have a history of that. So that's already there. People are already thinking about it. When you're going into game one, Dodgers playoff game, I'm not saying that you spend all, the, all your time thinking of the Braves and the Nationals, but it's there. Mm-hmm. And it's not like... Um,
1: there is some weight on that. But last year at the beginning of the year, did you get that sense that I don't care what happens during the regular season, it's only the World Series? There was like, oh my gosh, this team's amazing. Freddie Freeman's here. There was this excitement about the regular season that feels missing. I 100% got the feeling that you said. Yeah.
2: That, that people were saying, oh my gosh. But not even just, oh my gosh, go win a World Series. I, I really do believe that. and that's last what the, year. Last year. And that's what the Dodgers, by the way, that's what they've built. They've built a... We're not here to make the playoffs. We're not here to win a round or two. We're here to win a World Series. So, for me, um, that was the conversation. And then the regular season started, and they're demolishing teams. Their run differential, the 111 wins, all that stuff. I think you look back at the history of the Dodgers over the last 10 years. You look at all the disappointments that they've had. Plus, then you have a team that's absolutely stacked with Trey and Mookie and Freddie and go down the list. And then you win 111 games, and like you said— the playoffs started, and the playoffs were over for the Dodgers.
1: They, I don't know what it is. It's it's a weird mix of, I I don't want to say I don't care because I do, but this I don't care how you get there. I don't care if you're in as the last wild card team. I don't care if you win 111 games again. None of it really interests me nearly as much. As the very end. Because last year it was, hey, could they win 115 games? Are they going to be – is this the greatest Dodger team of all time? This yeah. team could – and they won't. But let's say they showed up and they won 115 games. The conversation of, hey, is this the best Dodger? It's like, no, nah, man, I don't care. I just really don't care unless they punch their team. I t- was going
2: to ask you this question. Um, how much – and I think you already answered it right here. How important do you think it is to winning the division if you're the Dodgers? It's important, but for not not for the reasons that you might think. So what I would what I would say to that is, well, they've already been in scenarios where they've won the division. Yeah. I don't think any of that stuff really. And I get what the advantage is. I'm not trying yeah. to downplay it, but they've done that. Yeah. Have they cash in? I think that's just the only <laughs> thing that matters there. How important is it to win 100 plus games? It's, it's not, not important. It's not. How important is it to? What's important is. You get in the playoffs and you're healthy for that postseason run. That and, would
1: really be the the only thing and, and that's important. Healthy, yeah, but sleep, not even so much health for me as just – can you just please be hot when it matters? <laughs> sure. And go go ahead and try to figure out who's hot when. It doesn't make any sense. But the only thing I'll say about the division is it matters simply because you get a little bit of an easier path. It doesn't make it easy. It makes it slightly easier. The Padres had to go beat the Mets two out of yeah. three. Just if you can skip it, I'd rather skip it than have to go do You're it. You're not wrong, but what's kind of funny about that, I heard so many people
2: because teams that played in that wild card and yeah. won, carried some momentum, and then people were then saying, well, you know, they have an advantage because they played three games. I'm like, which one is it? I, I'd
1: rather be sitting at home while you're trying to survive no personally. Question. No, I couldn't agree more. It'll be interesting to see how that shakes out over the next several years. Because remember, last year was the first year first we year. had that yeah, format. Year. This could be the one time where the team that had to go on the road, what did they win? Three of the four series? that it, yeah, could, it, was three or four. it could never happen. We could we could do this for the next 30 years, mm-hmm, three or four. and it could never happen where three of the four road teams won it again.
2: Well, and in the NL Championship, it was the Phillies and the Padres, the last two to get in in it the It was NL. the five and six seed.
1: And, and AL was different because it was the Yankees and the Astros. And you had the Padres hosting the NLCS, which, go ahead and figure that one out. The Dump coming up next, a little super crosstalk as well. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN
5: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: Today is National Girls and Women in Sports Day today. Emily, are yeah. you are you celebrating?
3: I am celebrating by working in sports. It's crazy. And it's <laughs> something that I, as a young age, I always wanted to do. And um I never... And I give my props to my parents and to people in my life that like never said I couldn't do anything, always gave me all the avenues in which I could awesome. go and achieve these things. And I just want to give a special shout-out to the other ladies at the station. Uh, on the content side, we got Laura, Lindsay, Rebecca, and then obviously led by our fearless leader, Amanda. Sure. We got Momo, all these great women here at work that make every day a little easier. And I also want to give a shout-out to my uh, mentor, Amanda uh, – sorry, um, Anna Catherine Clay in college. And if any – Girls, women out there that are looking into it. <laughs> looking into you know going I to made sp- the face, don't I you? do, I do. Yeah. They're looking into um, sports, into media like this. its um, They're a great woman here that can support you and lift you up, and I think that should be celebrated.
1: Very well said. Awesome. Very well said. Um, as my, my wife was is was uh, an athlete right she was the i'll give her a quick little shout out right here she was the pacific league player of the year her senior Ayo. year in high school in, yeah. in girls volleyball mm-hmm. she's on the track team She was on the soccer team she was the athlete of the year at arcadia high class in 1989 mm. she was an athlete and i just kind of thought that this is what girls do right they play sports and they kick ass at these things and and it's all of these things like, like what you said it's it's so nice to hear it but i keep coming back to this It's so much fun to play, whether you're a boy, a girl, you know, it's just fun to be on a team. It's fun Mm -hmm. to be on a basketball team or a soccer team and just kind of run around out there. And I don't care if you never score a goal or a basket. That bus ride to the game in high school is awesome. Calling your coach names when they can't hear you is awesome. And you only get that through sports. You don't go to chemistry lab and talk about how much you can't stand this guy or that team. It's just it's just it's very unique to sports. I'm glad everybody gets to
2: experience it. My both my nieces and I kinda grew up doing this as well they love it soccer volleyball they became big NBA yeah. fans like you get it as a, at a certain age and it kind of grows with you especially if you play at a certain age so it's, it's great it's
1: so much fun mm-hmm. and I'm glad that uh, everybody gets to experience that Harry Styles turns 29 today hey big uh, day big day anybody want to help me out here <laughs> You One Direction Harry, fame.
3: Yeah, you don't know who Harry Styles is.
1: I know that he is a famous person. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was a musician, so apparently yes. I'm correct. But he's in,
3: he's in One Direction. He was in that, you know, the boy band, and now he's had a solo career. He has he got, yeah, he had the top single of the year since
1: um, One Direction. If he's I put a, together a lineup of two people, could you be 100 percent certain that you're going to pick Harry Styles? 100.
2: I'd have a 50 percent chance. <laughs>
3: he had the top song of the year as I, it was
2: i believe you i'm not i i we're know. not we're not questioning his Fame. resume that's right. not what we're questioning
1: i know he's famous i just yeah. don't know who he if is If he walked in tomorrow
2: and New i would, would just rep? say uh <laughs> oh
3: my god well good looking sales rep, I, have I'm real, good look. I
2: would say is parker's friend I, like, I have no idea
3: also one thing about him too I, travis i don't know if you remember this when we were um going to sofi for games but he had his like "Quote unquote residency at the Kia Forum. He had like fourteen nights sold out, something like that. I know I'm wrong about the dates, but like he was there for a long time. Girls would be intense outside the Kia Forum, like four days before the show starts. It's ridiculous.
1: I, I have come to. A I, I I would never do four days. I do three days. That's my limit. Right. I, I've entered a point in my life where I'm perfectly comfortable and willing to admit that I know nothing about who's famous. And and, and the, the Harry Styles is a perfect example. I don't care. Like, and I don't mean that like disrespectfully to him. I just, I I don't care that I don't know. Does that make sense? Of course it makes sense. <laughs> okay, you already know all the information right okay. now. I I've got enough stuff. I know what the 1978 Tops baseball cards look like. I'm holding on to that information. Why I'm would you need it out.
2: Why would you use why would you take Harry Styles info <laughs> right. and then all of a sudden some of that has to go away? Exactly. That's unfair to you. Exactly.
1: Uh the Arena Football League is coming back. They have a new ownership group. Um, they're going to be back on the field in 2024. They have been dark for the last four years, but the AFL, the Arena Football League, is yeah. coming back, Al.
2: Yeah, I got season tickets this morning, so I'll be at every game calling the halftime. I only got the halftime <laughs> kick. They didn't give me pre or post.
1: It's an odd experience. I went to yeah, one. Yeah, you said it's it's very unique. I've never I, been. I believe they were called the Avengers, the LA Avengers. I think Sounds that's right. what it was. Sounds right. um, I went to one of their games a long time ago, and I can't even tell you what it was other than at the end of the game, I had enjoyed myself. If it was it wasn't football. Yeah, it's I don't it's it's played on like a field the size of a hockey rink and everybody's in motion before. The, it's so bizarre, but it's kind of fun. Why do I feel like when I was maybe a teenager, maybe a
2: little bit younger? When when did arena football kind of have a moment in the late 80s?
1: Okay, in, yeah, in the that's late what it was. 80s, yeah. early 90s. had a had little a, moment. It sure did. And yeah. by the way, the NFL went and found some guys from the Arena League. that I believe Kurt Warner played in the Arena League.
4: Iowa Barnstormers.
1: Yeah. They, there were some guys that were NFL caliber talents playing in that league. Hmm. Now you've got I all these whack side leagues. The AFL, the USFL. I think the XFL is coming back again. Yeah, it's a I, lot of uh, CFL. I always
2: think about it. I mean, are, are there people... And listen, I, I don't know. I genuinely don't. Is this like... Hey, I'm so excited that this is coming back. Is there a, is there a hunger for that? Not in a,
4: in a state like Iowa where they don't have any other professional sports. Okay, yeah. Did, yeah. I Did you go, go to? I games? I've been to one game. Yeah, it was a lot of fun.
2: It, yeah, right. Yeah, it, but it's, it's not the equivalent. Football. Listen, it's not the same thing, Trav. But it's the equivalent of having a minor league team in a really small market, yeah. and you really care about that minor league team cuz that's that's your that's
4: yeah, your town it, that's it's, your city it's, they're going to sell tickets sell beer They'll, those those small cities will sell out
1: the anaheim had i believe it was the anaheim kiss where they literally had, like, Gene Simmons that. on yep. the side I'm of the helmet. That. Or mm-hmm. It was uh, – that didn't really catch on. <laughs> I work. remember we were having lunch when I worked for the Angels living down there or working down there. We went to lunch at, like, J.T. Schmid's or whatever that you place and Artie. is. It wasn't me and Artie. Um, and all of a sudden, they, like, two or three big guys come in, like, at, like unusually large human beings. Like, 6'4", like, broad, big, barrel-chested dudes and it was like five or six of them and i'm like this is that that's not a coincidence you don't get that many guys that size all together at once and the guy was like yeah no the kiss come here after they practice over at the pond i'm like the what <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the the who does the what kiss? Yeah, and then I went. I'm like, oh my gosh, we have a Orange County Arena League team. Um, a six year old in Michigan got a hold of mom or dad's phone and ordered a thousand dollars worth of Grubhub last weekend. Was it Mason? Uh, we'll have to ask him when we do. Did they deliver uh, the Thai food to the other Thai food place? Okay, I I I'm a relatively frequent user of delivery service. Not all the time, but period. Is there not some red flag that goes up if you order $1,000 worth of things? You would think that somebody would say, hey, uh... And plus,
2: if it's a... I don't know. I get it. Um... $1,000,
1: $1,000, it's like, spend, I, I need more info on the story. Let's put it that way. $1,000, like, look, if you ordered a $1,000 from Mastro's, oh, okay.
3: <laughs> okay, so here's how what happened. So it was multiple different places. So multiple different, like, locations were bringing them stuffs, And the parents didn't realize until, I guess they're away or whatever, they didn't realize when, until their phone got a notification being like, hey, did you just order $496 worth of pizza from XYZ Pizza Place? Yeah, that's kind of how it <laughs> happened.
1: There should be some There's sort no of suspicion default. there. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, hey, uh, we're gonna call. Just before we put these pizzas in the oven, we're gonna call back. Got a call from Ryan. He's six. <laughs> it's, he wants thirty-one pepperoni pizzas. It's a lot. Let's do a little super crosstalk. The biggest bill that you've ever had to uh deal with from Grubhub or whatever your Uber Eats, whatever your delivery service of choice is, Mace, has been what?
0: Well, there's only two of us in the house, so you can't go too crazy. But we have ordered steak from Boa, which is definitely like a $200 thing. That's probably the most expensive. Now, I heard you guys talking about this. I am extremely proud of myself and Juan because not a single time in the month of January – did we have any food delivered? Wow. Yet? Really? Yes, that was, the, that was the big New Year's resolution. Stop ordering Grubhub and Uber Eats and Postmates and all that stuff. Not a single time in the month of January. Have you all started? Right, so it's February cooking? 1st. <laughs> yeah. So, what absolute <laughs> Good point. Now. It's sort of like dry January, I think. Yeah. You know, we went yeah. uh, delivery free. Jan- no, we're going to stick with this. We're going to stick okay. with this. Did you start? Because there is a total waste of money. I mean, there are times, and I swear to God, this is true. That I have ordered, we've ordered two donuts to be delivered from DK's Donuts in Santa Monica, which is a great donut shop. Uh, But just two donuts. So there's like a $10 charge to deliver two donuts. (laughs) It is such a colossal waste of money. How good was that
2: donut? How good was a donut when you were eating it?
0: You know what it was? I'll tell you what it was. It was like um, one of those uh, uh, old fashions dunked in chocolate. Um, and then it's got kind of that hard chocolate shell, t- oh, double dip. dip what, what,
1: old let time. me ask you this. What, type, what time of day were these donuts delivered?
0: Well, I would say they were, for me, they were prime time.
1: <laughs> okay, that's what I'm saying. And by the way, $10 to deliver the two donuts you just described at prime time, you yes. would have paid triple.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> That's no, funny. ten o'clock at night. You don't pay a, a as big a service charge as you do earlier in the day. But no, I, I, we're done with that. We're done with that. Done with that until we're not.
1: Momo, are you a delivery food yes. delivery service person?
5: Yes. Yeah, it's pretty bad. A lot. I yeah. Well, you know, I go through stages. Like there's a there was there was times, especially when I first had the baby. It was like, mm. did we just order Postmates <laughs> for the fourth time today? <laughs> Four times in <laughs> like, one day, like because I'll get something awesome. and my husband will get something, and they'll be like, "Oh, I want something else for dinner." Like you know, like each of us was ordering like from a different place. Each I was like, "What is happening right now?" This so is like ridiculous. one
1: person's going cheesecake, the other person's going PF Chang's.
5: No, Nevin's more like. <laughs> Ordering some Taco Bell, and I'm like, come on, really? <laughs> really ordering Taco yeah, Bell? Yeah, and I'll be like a Jersey Mike's or, or I'll order okay. some kind of sandwich place all the time. Is this because you shouldn't be driving, or is this just pure laziness? Well, I mean, I literally was like, especially when we had the newborn. I mean, yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah.
1: Send Nevin out to go get it.
5: Yeah, I need him here too. I'd rather have <laughs> him. Two kids, you got to watch yeah, one of he's them. He's got to watch the toddler. Yeah. By the to way, Taco Bell's around the corner. It really is around the corner. It's so <laughs> it's so ridiculous. When I
0: say we're not having anything delivered, um, it does mean that there is a donut shop within. I won't call walking distance. I'll call it stumbling distance. That helps. <laughs> <laughs> that helps. It is. It's, so, a, it's so
5: stupid how much money it costs, though, Mace. You're right. It's oh, it's a joke. I'm like, I'll 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 be sitting there, and I get alerts on my phone when Nevin orders the postpay, and I'll be like. uh Thirty-eight dollars from Taco Bell. I'm like, what can you get for thirty-eight dollars? Like, God, like I got like two burritos. How many Mexican like, pizzas is that? I, God. Was,
1: I I think I've told you guys this story before. I was pl- I was up in Northern California. I was playing in a, a golf tournament with some buddies. Just a little thing that we do with a bunch of our college guys. But there's a little bit of money in the pot, right? So mm-hmm. we won the tournament one year, and I won. It was like I don't know. It was like five hundred dollars, and I was twenty-six or seven years. A lot of money to me at the time. Mm-hmm. And it still is a lot of money. And we're driving back. We, we were in a cab, of all things. This was pre-Uber and everything else. And I had $500 in my pocket, and I decided we're going to Taco Bell. And I'm in line. We've been having a good time all day long. And there's this family in line behind me. And I said to uh, the guy, I turned around and said, you know what? On me. Whatever you guys want, get whatever you want. I'm a, you know, I just want a little money, and I wanted, I'm in yeah. a good mood. This guy ordered more food for him his he went wife to work and it was you know the little trays they put the food on yes. it was a mountain of tacos on that tray it was like $49 you know how wow. hard it is to spend 50 bucks yep. at Taco Bell it's impossible to do that nevin work at did it. It. it is impressive for devin it's a wednesday
5: <laughs> yeah nevin it's not that or nevin. Nevin, nevin nevin. it's okay everybody calls him nevin don't Nord worry will never remember anything about any
2: <laughs> this is easy remember this
5: is easy your, your Phil nevin
4: and yeah. Nevin, it is. No, I got it. <laughs> yeah, you'll remember. That's you what know what? The, you in. know what? The
5: the thing that I that, that that bugs me the most is that he goes on like a like an Atkins diet. Sometimes he'll be like, oh, I put on some weight. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do my uh, no carbs. And he'll eat the most unhealthy. Food. I'll come home, and he's got like a plate of five hot dogs with bacon and cheese on it. <laughs> Just yep. the hot dog with bacon, and it smells disgusting. Like mm-hmm. it's like. All that processed meat, because it's not like he cooks it good. He cooks it like in the microwave or something, right? And then he's and he's and then he'll come at me at the end of the week. Hey, guess what? I lost four pounds this week. (laughs) So, I hate that. Come on. You, you, you know, you, by, the,
0: by the way, the,
5: the Atkins thing was gigantic. 20?
0: Yeah. Now they're doing keto. keto about 20 which years ago. A variation of Atkins. But about 20 years ago, Atkins was huge. So when good. I was, when I was on in New York, uh, Dr. Atkins was a regular guest. Yeah. He Dr. Atkins. Yes. yes. Um, and he was evangelizing uh, about uh, the Atkins diet. And I remember taking, like, uh, a whole bunch of pastrami, throwing it in a frying yes. pan, throwing Swiss cheese on <laughs> yeah. it. On a diet, like as much meat and cheese yes. as you wanted. It was crazy. Yeah, Devin
5: orders Taco Bell, like, and he'll just order like five burritos and, and just not eat out. the tortilla. Oh,
1: Moma, which part of the valley did you grow up in?
5: In uh, Woodland Hills.
1: Woodland Hills. Okay, so you may or may not know this, Mace. <laughs> you, you, I think you worked nearby as well. There, there was, and may still be there, on, um ventura boulevard in victory
5: oh yeah okay that's my my area
1: so there used to be a pizza hut not not like a like the one you'd go sit down and had the salad bar had the Mm -hmm. whole thing right me and jason stewart what up jace too we were on the atkins together Uh okay we're both and so we're trying to you know stay responsible to one another we're trying to make sure that we eat the cheese and the meat and all these things We discovered that they had a lunch buffet at that Pizza Hut on the corner of uh, whatever that is, uh, Ventura and Victory. We went in there. If it wasn't every day, it was damn near every day. Are you sure it's a
5: Pizza Hut, not the pizza cookery? It was
1: Pizza Hut because it was the one that was shaped like the hat. Okay, Okay. I vividly remember it. And they had all the pizzas laid out under the heat lamp in the middle of the store, and Jay and I would go and we'd scrape all of the cheese Ugh. and pepperoni and sausage right off the top of the pizza mm. into our plates. Like you're talking, Mace, That's where you cook up the the pepper of <laughs> the uh, pastrami. Yeah, we would have all of these pizza crusts stacked up at our table and just. Yeah just mow through all of the meat and cheese. And it got to the point where when you'd show up to the restaurant, you could see the manager like, these idiots are back again. Yep. Oh They're just God. good. We would take down three, four pizzas worth oh of just God. cheese just and cheese pepperoni. And they had to change the all... whole corporation
2: business based <laughs> off of what Trav was Travis was
0: yeah. doing. The, the thing about it is it sounds great. And then after about three days, you're like, oh. No, not more meat and just want an and apple. It doesn't Morales do this? Doesn't Morales do? Didn't he do like the Atkins
5: bacon He's diet doing like or a something? A pound like that? of bacon.
1: He uh, was doing yeah. multiple pounds of bacon. He was doing <laughs> bacon and coffee.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what coffee. it was. Bacon. I used to go to Starbucks, <laughs> and they would say like, you, you, when you were doing Atkins, you had to order. Um, you don't get it with any milk, or you get it with heavy cream. Like, yes. like you Oh, know, sure. So you are like, can I have an ice? Can I get an iced coffee with with heavy cream? And right, like,
1: turns it in like a milkshake.
5: God. It's delicious. It's like eating straight <laughs> fat. By the way, I just
0: pulled up. Doctor Atkins weighed two hundred and fifty eight pounds when he died. Now I knew him. What's wrong with that? Um, per- <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, why did you say? A, why did you say was it was like that? He was probably five nine or something. <laughs> he yeah. was
0: not a tall man, but two hundred fifty eight pounds. Yeah, I don't, Jeez. no idea. He f- he uh, fell. Uh, uh, he fell. That's how he died. He mm. died at age 72, but he weighed 258 pounds. I don't think that diet was working at the end.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, got we got the over on 70. I guess is what is the average right now? Are we up to 80 yet for men, we, Mace?
0: I heard we were 74.
1: So, oh, okay.
0: That's it for That's men. It. Yeah, women, women are, are a, a little more,
1: slightly higher. Typically, a year or two. Yeah. Yeah. Would you take 74 right now, Mace?
0: Uh yeah yeah oh, t- oh by the way it's
5: 77. Oh, okay. so hey. no I'll take pass it. on
0: seventy four I'll take yeah, 77.
5: yeah seventy seven women about are what right. seventy nine something like that
0: uh yeah women in the U
5: S um, average life by, by the way this is one of those things by where... the way it went down from from COVID like it did the, the last few years like it mm. it dropped like a year or so
1: It was taking yeah. out the older folks too yeah,
5: yeah. Uh, women uh seventy nine yeah. yeah there you
1: go would yeah. you take seventy nine or are you yeah. you're gonna sounds get good. the over there
5: I'm gonna go with the over yeah. I'm getting in shape I, I walk every night all right how many <laughs> how many do steps do you, how many steps do you walk Momo um I go like a mile or two every night that's pretty good yeah yeah well I started good. I started doing that was like the best way to to uh, lose weight but also to uh, just anxiety at mm. night I tend to be like a nighttime anxiety person it's mm. good So time if I just get it. out and just get mm. some fresh air I'm good
0: yeah, I'm at uh, seven thousand and eighty-three steps so far. Do you wear like That's a good. Fitbit, or
1: you just look at your phone, or what are you doing? Uh,
0: I've got one of them uh, Apple watches. Oh, Okay, you should uh, so, pace back and forth during the time show. Is pretty good. Pace, do you, yeah, pace you just around. do
1: laps in your front, in your yeah. living room to it's get to ten thousand. He has Anything a fifty-foot headset cord. <laughs> 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 so, Brady, this one stick. Is he done? Oh,
0: yeah. He's got to be done. Yeah, I think he's done. He basically apologized that we went through this song of dance again. And (laughs) he said in this one, you only get one big tearful apology once. Uh, But this was short, Mm -hmm. sweet, and... uh, Farewell. All Obviously, right.
5: selfie video. I don't think anyone yeah. filmed that. Like, I I feel it's like it's a I weird angle. His, yeah, it was a weird angle. <laughs> it was a weird angle. <laughs> it was like he just—he literally just woke up this morning and said, "I'm going to do this." Hmm. It, It's—I—I I,
1: I think I agree with you guys, with one possible exception. I want to mm. save two percent. I want to hold two percent back.
0: Really? Yes. Me
1: too. What I'm curious what yours is, Ramona, because mine—mine mine is basically this scenario that we just saw with the 49ers, and I'm not talking about the NFC Championship game. I'm talking. Trey Lance gets hurt. Here comes the backup who you trust theoretically. He goes down. You've got a re- you've got the running back. You got the coach. You got the wide receivers. Got the you got defense. the lights out defense. I just need you to come in here. You got a great coach <laughs> and just kind of get us to the finish line right here. I think that's the one very specific s- specific scenario. That might draw him back. So in.
5: you're saying in season? It,
1: late in come, season, not yeah. even like early in season. I was like going to say that November next year. I was going
5: to say like not even next year, but a year later. Like he'll go mm. try to do something else for a he's while. He's going to be 47 years so old. So what? He can still throw a ball, he's going to stay yeah. in shape. Yeah. I mean, it. I, Why do
1: you think that? But is it out of boredom? Because I was yeah. telling Al that I think he's going to be terribly bored doing TV. I think he's going to be bored not competing. Yeah. And he's going to have that, I need to go back and try it again.
0: By the way, I don't know if this is a controversial take. I think he's going to be terrible on T. I I do too. I don't think he's got an edge to him. No. Nope. Uh, I don't think he's funny. He's a f- fairly. I mean, at least you know, in his media, ve- he he never makes me laugh. Okay. Um, he certainly understands the game uh, better than than you know virtually everybody. But in terms of edge and humor and all that stuff that goes along, I just don't see Tom Brady being a great
5: he's analyst. He's got you fooled. He's, oh really? Yes, I, I I know a little something on this. He's one. a real cut up. Yeah, he's good. He's he's just mm. public persona. He's always just shown this because anything else would be a distraction. But when people who know him, like you know, people who like really know him and hang out with him, say he's really funny and he's got. They like say a, the
1: same thing about Bill Belichick, right? Yeah. That he actually has right. a sense of humor. That when yeah. you're inside the bubble, he's more human than he appears to be. But I've heard that about other people before, and it's not private. It's not with the guys. It's yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. the most public thing he does. He's going to be doing in front of tens entertaining of millions because of, of that contract. Yeah, I mean, that contract's going to be
2: insane. A
5: lot. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be good. I don't know if he's going to be um, enthusiastic, but I do think he's got an edge to him, and he's sarcastic R- and funny. And he's already better just,
0: than Romo. I can tell you that. I'm <laughs> yeah. so sick of Romo at this but, point. Shut up, dude. But
1: guys, <laughs> Momo, I'm curious I like what Homer. you think about this nah. because. No? I agree no. with you that he might have an edge, that he might have yeah. a sense of humor. That my question isn't does he have it; it's is he willing to let us let see it, it, let it rip. That's different.
5: Does he want to be great at this? Like, do you want to be really good at this? So there's a there's a transition period when you get done playing, where and I because I deal with a lot of the former players over there on TV, right? They, yeah. There's yeah. a. Um, I remember uh, I was in the green room with Chauncey Billups once in Bristol, and we're there. It must have been 10 o'clock at night Eastern, and we're there for like the late night sports center or whatever was going on. And we were just kind of hanging out watching the games. And and Chance was like, he really missed the game. And this was like his connection to basketball still. But I could tell he wasn't going to be long for this job. Like this was just a a stop on the way to coaching or stop on the way to front office work. And it was just a, a catch a breather. Let's go do TV for a year. And and you could tell, I could tell he was, we talked about it openly. Like I miss basketball. I love basketball. Mm
1: -hmm. Mace, do you think too, that he'd be bored by the idea of, okay, I'm flying in. I'm going to talk to the offensive coordinator on Saturday afternoon and we're going to come and we're going to, it just, it seems it's what he's done for 30 years.
0: It seems so mundane. Yes. Right. It's so mundane compared to what he's done with his entire life and career. Mm -hmm. Um, I just wonder if he's going to have that. Spark. Just because you're good, I mean, and this has been proven over and over again, just because you're a good player doesn't make you a great analyst. Um, and just because, a- yeah. and sometimes great anal- analysts weren't necessarily great players. Mm. Uh, so I, I I, don't think, I, I, I think they're two separate skills. My Now, Momo, you're saying he's he's a cut up behind the scenes.
5: I think he's sarcastic, kind of, I don't want to say frat boy funny. That's That's not the right word but like uh like one of the guys kind of funny yeah. like he can be really sarcastic and but, but what's
1: biting one of the guys kind of funny is exactly that it's biting it's look it's yeah. mean it's it's a, it's a yeah. little bit mean and guys take that pretty well they're they're okay with that that's yeah. how it works it's what makes charles barkley so good charles sure. barkley gives zero you know what he's yeah. just letting it rip and that's why he's him he's funny smart and all these other things but he doesn't give a damn very few people don't give a damn
5: so let me show you how i'm wired differently than you okay my first thought when he decided to retire was okay so now he got he basically got divorced because he played this year mm-hmm. but maybe was he was was the marriage already over before <laughs> like before he decided to play again or was the playing again the last straw and this is where because my mind is always in like Bravo TV land like <laughs> yeah, I just no, want to know
1: is, this is in the Bravo verse
5: in the Bravo verse Like, yeah. what do you think he just played because he was going to be bored getting divorced let me ask
1: you this I'm going to ask you re- and retired an- answer your question with another question <laughs> do you really think she's leaving because he played one more season or was no. that thing hanging by a thread to begin with I think it was hanging by yeah. a thread yeah. Yeah. me too yeah. I,
0: I think it was hanging by a thread and that might have been why he came back right. Distract
5: him Mm -hmm. from like that's what i think now it all kind of fits together differently Mm -hmm. like maybe i think he he they were getting a divorce probably before he decided to come back and he's staring into the abyss of retirement and divorce and you know some guys go buy a yacht and sail around the caribbean and do whatever they want to do or play golf everywhere Mm -hmm. but i think tom was like staring into the abyss being like "Hmm, maybe i'll play again
2: and he's the greatest to ever do it. And probably yes. the disconnect of leaving is incredibly yeah. difficult. Probably a lot of the factory. Oh,
5: it. the
0: transition's got to be
1: unbelievable. I mean, especially for him. Mm-hmm. For him.
5: Yeah. So who's the first one he dates? <laughs> <Ooh>.
1: Who's, <laughs> who's like, the first like
5: celebrity?
0: First celebrity he
5: dates. Well, who
1: was his, that model it, at the, well, at the, the, the two, game? The, he's the two women that he had, obviously his wife, yeah. Giselle, and mm-hmm. the other woman that he had a child with, uh, Bridget, Bridget Br- Moynihan. Moynihan. Yeah. They're famous women. Like he, has, yeah. he likes a profile.
5: So, I don't yeah. know. What do we think? Uh, Does he go, go
1: age, or roughly his age? No, no, definitely midlife crisis.
5: <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, okay, like, okay, at least
1: 10 years younger. Are we going 30 or below? Because he's 45 years old. Yeah. 30. I guess is 30, he going to be right Leo DiCaprio? <laughs> he fires him <laughs> yeah. when they turn The 25. cutoff age is 25? <laughs> yeah. uh, happy birthday. Get out. Yes. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Mason and Ireland coming up next. Super Crosstalk is powered by in and out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about.